Welcome to My Best Life Now with Julieta Piox, episode number 28. Welcome to my Best Life Now podcast, a place where you can learn simple tips on living the life that you were created for. If you want to find your life purpose or tap into your personal power so you can feel confident and excited about life again, this is the place for you. I am your host, Julieta Piox. Let's get started. Hey everyone, thanks for coming back to listen to another episode today. Today, I invited a friend and a colleague who is a transformational coach. Her name is Alicia Ayala. Alicia shares a powerful message in that your life story is powerful. In today's episode, I truly believe you'll be inspired and moved to finally begin living your best life, that life that you've been created for. Alicia is a childhood trauma survivor who adapted a growth mindset early in her life knowing there was a choice to make, either to stay where she was or to take action to live a different life. She chose to take action and became the first in her family to attend college and graduated with a double major in business management and management of information systems. And she became the first in her family to graduate from college. Let's listen in. Alicia, welcome to this episode of my podcast. We're going to be talking about the power of my story. And I'm really excited to have you um, with us today and with our listeners. So I just want to start by you telling us a little bit about who you are and um, what you do. Yeah, well, thank you. First off, Julieta, thank you so much for having me, for asking me. And uh, I'm super excited to be here and share more about myself, but more importantly, talk about your story, the power of your story with your audience. So thank you so much. Okay, so a little bit about me. You know, I call myself a corporate leaper. Uh, I left from corporate America about a year ago. And why this is such a big deal is that I was in corporate. I was in the technology sector for 22 years. And I made the decision that, you know what, this is just like, this no longer is my dream. And I decided that I was going to do um, something that was passionate for me and what something that has been written on my heart. But I just... I was so caught up in doing what I thought I was supposed to be doing. And so, um, you know, leaving corporate America last year, uh, last August was like such, it was a big identity shift for me. And so I left corporate and now what I do as I'm a transformational life coach, I work primarily with motivated corporate moms who are what I call career successful but they are unfulfilled in some way. And those that's the primary audience and the folks that I work with. And really what I help them do is I help them rediscover who they are and reignite their personal power through five foundational pillars of awareness to pursue their happiest life. I think sometimes we end up in this state of autopilot and sometimes we just need a guide to help us to get out of that. That is really awesome. And the reason why I say that is because um, I, I have a story 
very much like yours. And um, I was also in corporate America for many years, probably more years than you, because I know you're a lot younger than I am. And um, I have a similar, a similar story. And I think that we have, when we talk about the power of your story, which I can't wait to hear what you have to say about that, and the impact that our story has not only on us, and when we come back and think about, you know, when we think about that story and what it did for us, but also when, when we dare to talk about that story to others, what it does to other people. It's one thing what it does to us and the decisions that we make. And when we, you know, when you talk about I left corporate and, and how scary that is and things like that, but then what it does to other people and how you're using that now to help other women. And I hear the passion in your, in your voice when you talk about that. Tell me a little bit about that, about why are you so passionate about this? Yeah, so, um, you know, passionate about this work, I think it ties into, you know, my story and my bigger story, but why I'm so passionate, you know, throughout the years, one of the things that I, I realized I was doing as a corporate leader was that I was, I was so, I, I became really enamored with women and our stories, right? Partially the stories that we tell ourselves but also the story of who we are and our strength. And I became just really, really inspired and empowered by other people's stories, by other women and their stories of how they overcame something, how, and I'm going to cry here, just, just thinking about it, but like women and like what we go through sometimes just to show up you know, these corporate women who, you know, crazy stories of like, you know, their kids being sick and mm -hmm. they're, you know, they get their kids off to school. They've got their, you know, all the, the lunch boxes packed, you know, the kids are off to school, they made it. And now they're in a meeting, you know, and you're just like, what, how did you do all of that? It's like 9am, you know, and it's like these stories, but I think I became really passionate about it because I was like, Oh my gosh, like we all have these stories. We are, we are our own superheroes. And the more that we can share our stories with other people, it's exactly what you said. I think one of the most powerful things is that we all need archetypes. And as women, sometimes in the corporate field, we don't have enough of those archetypes. We have one or two types of women that we see, and then it's like we have men, um, it, depending on the industry that you were in. Now, I was in an industry that was very male dominant. It was, I was in the technology sector, and so it was hard. I didn't have a lot of people, I didn't have a lot of women to look up to per se. Um, and there are more and more women coming into that space, but there just there were not a lot of archetypes for me to see, to go, oh, I can see myself as that person. So I became really, really inspired by when I would see a woman who was a mom and I was like, oh, yay, like that could be me, right? Like I could see myself in that other person. Yeah. So I think our stories are powerful because they are ways um, that we relate. It is a way for us to connect to who we could, could, could be in the future. Alicia, I love when you say that um, that is our superpower because so many times 
so very often as women in corporate women in that, um, because you were talking about corporate women in, in, in the co- corporate story that we all live when we go to our corporate job and, and we leave the, our kids at home and or take them to daycare. And we do 150 things before 9 a.m. And we get to the office and we are leading that team and we're leading those meetings and we're leading so many things at the office, just like we lead them at home. And yet a lot of us believe we're not good enough. A lot of us believe we don't deserve that promotion or that salary or that next step. And we're telling, the, like, you're, like you just said, we're telling those stories, yet we're living that superhero life. And those stories that other people may see from the outside and thinking, oh my goodness, how are you doing all of that? When in reality, we're thinking to ourselves, I, I, I don't deserve all of this. I don't, I can't deserve, you know, I, I'm not worthy of the next, I don't know, the next job or you name it, you know, because, because like you just said, like you just got done saying, we are telling ourselves these stories on a regular basis. Why do you think that it's so hard for us to realize, to come to the point where we actually realize the value that we are providing, not only to the people that we work with, to the companies that we work with, but to our families, to the people that we're surrounded by, to our communities. Why is it so hard for us, do you think, to share that story to the world and empower another woman to say, you are, that is your superpower and you are a hero. In my case, I tell women all the time, do you know that you are an expert in making other people's dreams come true. What is so wrong about making your dream come true when you are already an expert in making other people's dream come true? Let's talk about that. So why do you think it's so hard for us to do that? Yeah. So I've I've thought about this a lot. And I think, and this is where, you know, you know, one of the key, my key messages is your story is your power. And when I say your story is your power, I think a lot of times what we get hung up on is a portion of our story. So your story is your, your mindset. It's your past. It's your future. It's your present. It is all of those four pillars together is your story. But I think one of the things that we get caught up in is a portion of that we get caught up in the past. And I truly believe that if more of us did the hard work of going back to our past and taking a look at what has happened that has created, you know, a tear in our armor or created a break in who we believe that we are, it comes down to a lot of us have things that have happened in our past that we cannot move, we cannot move beyond. And so for me, you know, that was definitely the case for me for a really long time, actually, until I was 39, I did not share something that was a big part of who I was. I I couldn't share it. I didn't want to even, I, it, it was like, I wanted to eradicate this part of me. And I felt like if this part of me just didn't exist, I would be, I would be better. Like people would like me better. I could be more. And so for a very long time, I hid from this part of my story, which was my past. And I truly believed with every part ounce of my being that if 
I just pretended that this part of me didn't exist, I would be better off. And so for a very long time, I like, I, I, I would say I hid from it. And it wasn't until I accepted, I healed and loved that part of myself that I truly took my power back. And I learned that we are, you, we can't love our future. We can't love our present if we are fighting with a portion of ourselves that is in, in inherently part of who we are. And that's what I was doing every single day, day in and day out. I, it was this part of me that I did not want anybody to know about. And I'm, I want to share it with you and your audience. I grew up in a very abusive, violent household. It was a household that, you know, we, I was exposed to a lot of things at a very, very young age. And because of that, you know, I was, I was exposed to things and I was also told I, I, I just wasn't born in a very loving environment. The environment that I grew up in was a, an environment that it was all about fear and it was about shame. And I grew up with this really strong feeling. And I'm not saying that other people have this same, like, right. We, we have these things from our past that are a variety of shapes and sizes and look differently, right? There are people that have had it much worse than me and people that have it better than me, right? And, and it's not about comparison, but it's about what are these things or these stories or things that have happened to us that we have, are pushing down that we don't want anybody to know because we believe that it is somehow making us a bad person, which it isn't. There was nothing about how I grew up that was my fault. It was, it, it was, it was the life that, you know, was that I was meant to live so that I could be right here today sitting with you having this discussion. And I know that now, but it took me 39 years of me hating. And I, you do, I don't use that word very often, but it was, I hated this part of my story Mm -hmm. and I so badly wanted it to be gone, to be somebody different. But I realized through a healing, healing process that we are all of these things and we cannot love ourselves until we can love the parts of ourselves that we want to hide from. That is very, very powerful. And thank you so much for sharing that part of your story with, um, with us and, and, and with my audience, because it is something that we need until we get to that part of who we are, uh, when we get to love all of who we are, and that we can really make an impact on our life and we can begin impacting other people. Um, when we get to be authentic and when we get to be vulnerable, it is when we really begin to impact our life and we really begin, our story really begins to impact um, ourselves, our family, those people that we love. And when we really begin to make strides and begin to make a difference in our life and begin to make changes and begin to really begin to, to really open up opportunities in our life and opportunities for those people that we love in our life. And so sometimes when we think about why are things not happening in my life, why are things not opening up in my life, why, you know, we have so many dreams, we have so many goals, and we go through so many classes or workshops on conferences or whatever, you, you name it. 
and things are just not happening is because of what you just said. There's so much power and so much insight in what you're talking about and, and it's accepting ourselves and accepting the whole in who we are. And, and so I, I, I really appreciate you talking about that part of your story, because how many people, not just women, but how many people are out there that are living a life, just part of a life, because we're trying to hide some part of that story that we don't want anybody to know, where in reality, the minute that we accept it, and the minute that we heal from it, not necessarily like you were talking about, not necessarily hide it or make it go away somehow, but really come to terms with it, heal, go through the process of the healing so that we can become whole again and then begin living the life that we really want to live. You know, I truly believe that we can live our best life today. And that means that whatever your version of your best life is, you can begin living that best life today by healing, by accepting yourself the way that you are with all your flaws. I don't believe that anybody's perfect. We all, I don't know one person today that has a perfect life. And you know what? If you're not perfect, that is the perfect life. And the minute that we get to that point, that's when we begin living our life, our best life ever. When you talk about waiting 39 years to get to the place where you are today, um, the minute that we say, wait, I don't want to wait 39 years. You know, I've been, I've been living with this for 10 years for, I don't know, however many years. And for those people that are listening to this podcast today, to listening to Alicia today, if you are living with something that you want to hide, something that you're like, I'm not happy with what happened, it might have, it might have been something horrible. It might have been something that you're ashamed of, but it, maybe it is time for you to begin healing from that. And it is time for you to begin telling your story. And it is time for you to begin coming to terms with your story so that you can also begin healing and that that story can become powerful in your life and then the life of the people that you love. And hey, there is somebody out there. I am almost positive. I am positive that there are people out there that are waiting to hear your story so that they can too begin to heal. I can see, Alicia, from the work that you're doing. I mean, I, I follow you on social media. I know that you're helping other people right now. In, and I know you're impacting other people with the work that you're doing as a coach um, in, in the transformation that you yourself are having. Imagine if you were still waiting another 30 years. All of the people that you're impacting today, they would also be waiting because Alicia is still waiting another 10 years, another 20 years. And I believe that we are placed in this earth to be of impact of others. Tell me, Alicia, what, it, what advice would you give to um, women in particular? Because most of the audience that listen to my podcast are women. I do, I want to acknowledge the fact that men also go through that, through the, through the process of needing to heal from things that they have gone through. But I would like to call the attention to women right now. What advice would you give to women about living their best life by acknowledging their story, acknowledging the things that they have gone through and breaking through whatever it is that they have that's waiting for them? Yeah. So I think, you know, living our best life, I mean, I believe what you believe, Julieta, that at any moment we can make a different choice. You know, if you have been living a certain way and hiding at, at right now, at this moment, when you're listening to this, 
if you're feeling a call or a pull to make a change, you know, I, I believe that you can make that change right now in this moment. I believe that we are so, we are such strong beings that at any moment we can make that shift. And I think we are always being given different guidance, right? We're being given, given different guidance through different things that happen in our day, in our week, in our life through experience. But I think living our best life is being aware, like that awareness. So I think it's like part of it is cultivating this awareness of where am I today and what's happening in my life and am I happy? Sometimes just taking that, you know, being able to pause and asking ourselves, you know, are you happy? Who are you becoming? And is the person that you are becoming is that the person that you want to be? You know, because life can life can get away from us and all of a sudden five years have gone by and we've been living in a way that does not align with who we are, but we get in this um, this mode of autopilot, just like when you're driving and you wake up and you're like, oh my goodness, like I don't, do not remember driving here. <laughs> and I've I, had many of those moments. Yes. And so it is this moment of like autopilot. So I think like one, it's cultivating awareness for yourself. Who am I? What, what life am I living in? Is this in alignment with who I am? I think two, it's really calling in and making a change or taking an action that any, anything, whatever that looks like for you today, based on where it is you want to go in your life. We have, you know, just like that, just taking an action, whatever that looks like, sometimes can just be so powerful with changing the course of everything. You know, like I use the, my example of like that day that my boss was talking to me about moving to vice president. And I literally could see like the next 10 years of my life and realize like, oh my gosh, this is not like, I am not going to be happy. I made a choice in that moment. Obviously I had to go talk to my husband first. So I didn't say anything to my boss right in that moment, but it was in that moment. That was like a million other moments that had happened. Like I had had that conversation with my boss a million other times. And for whatever reason that day, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is a moment that is going to change my life. So like we can have these innocuous moments that seem like just an everyday occurrence and it can shift your life. And so like it might, maybe that will be right now in this moment where you're like, oh my gosh, I need to make a change in my life and pick one action, one thing that you can do. It does not have to be leaving corporate. It can be anything. It could be, you know, going, starting to go for a walk every day. It could be journaling and gratitude. I think healing and loving your story really starts from making the decision that I'm no longer going to hide from my story. I am going to, and I don't want to even want to say you start out with like, I'm going to love my story, right? It's more about, I am going to acknowledge my story. I'm going to acknowledge what has happened to me in my life because it's important. And, you know, we look at other people and we're like, oh my gosh, the things that happened to that person, wow, you can see how it shaped them and you, you root for them. But when it's you, 
You don't root for yourself. So I think it's like, it's rooting for yourself. It's acknowledging that like, okay, I'm going to acknowledge my story and I'm going to root for myself. And I don't have to tell anybody else, but I, I have to acknowledge it for myself. That is such great advice. You got a lot of wisdom and you have used your story to empower a lot of people. And I really appreciate that you've taken the time and that you've made the decisions that you've made and that you will continue to do that. And so I really appreciate your time, Alicia. If there is anybody that would want to get a hold of you, that would want to get in contact with you, how can they do that? Yep. So I have a website and my website is aliciaayella.com. So you can find me there. And then that is linked to all of my social, but I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on um, Facebook. I'm primarily on Facebook. So I spend a lot more time there right now than in other places. And then Instagram, I'm also there as well. So those are the different social platforms that you guys can find me on and also on my website. Can you spell out your website for us? Oh, yes. Thank you. Alicia, it's A-L-I-C-I-A-A-Y. ALA.com. Thank you so much. Just want to make sure that people know how to spell that so they can, they can find you. And then I'm sure that you've got your social media handles in there and people can just find you and send you they can. Or yep. whatever. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I just want to make sure that if anybody wants to get a hold of you they're they're able to do that through there as well. Wonderful. Great. So Alicia, any, la- any last notes, any last uh, thoughts that you want to leave us with? Yeah, just, you know, on the, the, the part about, you know, healing from your story and acknowledging your story, I just, I want to point out that it is not an easy journey and no journey worth, worth journeying is, um, you know, it took me a really, really long time. And so I just want to acknowledge this you know, um, that even if you decide and you know, today you're like, okay, I have to work through this. It is a journey and it's a journey of giving yourself grace and loving yourself. And there were many times that I, um, you know, I had gone down the path of like healing and I just could not, I couldn't do any more in that moment, you know, and sometimes it would be like months at a time where I was able to take the steps And then it was sometimes it, it would be like, you know, I just couldn't do it. And I think it's just about honoring yourself. So I just, I want to just be super, um, transparent about the journey does not look like you're just sitting down and you're just, you know, deciding to do this and it will all just happen. You know, you have to really honor yourself. You have to honor your own journey. You have to honor like what's happening around you and just be okay with that be okay with the fact that, you know what, I, you know, I was able to get through this much of my story. I was able to, you know, acknowledge these pieces of my life. And right now I'm okay with that. And that's good enough. We all go at different, you know, at different paces. Um, there were plenty of times as an overachiever, I was like, I am going to do this this year. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) to find out that like, okay, I'm not ready this year, (laughs) you know? And so it took me a really long time. And so I just want to acknowledge that and say that, that it, it does take some time, especially if you have spent a really long time hiding from your past, it will take you that long, (laughs) if not longer to, to go back. And so I just wanted to mention that because I think it's an important part of the journey. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again, Alicia, for your time and for all of those uh, nuggets of wisdom. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure that it's going to, this story is going to be very powerful for our audience. And um, again, I appreciate your time and, uh, and just everything that you've shared with us today. So thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. Make 2022 the year you gain clarity, build your self-confidence, and be empowered to achieve your dreams and goals so you can live your best life. Join me in my Best Life Now workshop live. It's happening on January 15th, 2022 in the St. Paul, Minnesota area. During this full day workshop, take time to connect with yourself by identifying your core values and increasing your self-confidence. Learn to identify and eliminate your limiting beliefs, to manage your thoughts, to leverage your personal power, to create your personal growth plan, and to walk away empowered to take control of your life and become a creator of your best life. There are limited seats available, so register today at julietapiox.com forward slash event. That is julietapiox.com forward slash event. Thanks so much for listening to my Best Life Now podcast. I invite you to learn more. Come visit me at julietapiox.com and join me inside my Life and Leadership Community for Women Facebook group. Until next week, let's live our best life.